Welcome to the Access Church Podcast. Grab out your note sheet and let's jump right into today's sermon. Um, I did want to make an announcement that next week we are going to the beach um, in Oceanside on the harbor side. So um, show up, you know, anytime, 10 or after, and we'll be there. Um, If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me um, or Andrew. And um, also we have on... Saturday, July 30th, at the end of the month, we're going to have a women's bunko night, um, which will be at Celine's house. So as soon as um, we've got that sign up, I will, you know, put that out on Facebook and all that stuff for you guys to know. Um, Today's service is going to be a little bit different. So um, we did the first round of questions and prayer, um, and then I've got some scriptures to read that Brian wanted me to share with you guys. Um, And I'll do a small little devotional on prayer, and then we'll do... um, another set of worship songs and then we'll do um we'll do one more question and then we'll end it with a worship song so it's a lot of prayer and worship today so the first scripture that brian um wanted me to share with you guys is psalm 66 16 through 20 which says come in here all come in here all you who fear god let me tell you what he has done for me i cried out to him with my mouth his praise was on my tongue If I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But God has surely listened and has heard my prayer. Praise be to God who has not rejected my prayer or withheld his love from me. Um, There's a couple things I really like about this scripture. Um, I like the part where it says his praise was on my tongue. I think that's something very important to remember when we're praying is to praise the Lord and for all that he has done already and all that he is, um, to just acknowledge his goodness, um, that it's not always just about me, 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 and what I want. Um, I also liked the part that said, if I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. Um, I think that's very important. The cherishing of sin is not good. It, it, God really does care about our heart. There, We all sin. We all sh- fall short of the glory of God. Um, and there's, we always have to continually repent and ask the Lord for forgiveness, right? Um, and we know he's a super forgiving God. He'll forgive us 70 times seven. He'll just keep forgiving us whenever we fall. But we have to repent and tell the Lord, gosh, you know, I know I messed up again. Could you help me, Lord? Um, I think this refers to not falling in a sin, but walking in sin, which is when we choose to do something our own way, even though we know that's not God's way. Um, So it says, if I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. So maybe sometimes when we're praying, it's important to be like, okay, what's going on in my heart? What am I not surrendering to the Lord? You know? Um, So yeah, that scripture really spoke to me. Um, And then he also wanted me to share Matthew 6, 5 through 13. That says, and when you pray, Do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. 
This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. I like this passage for so many reasons. Um, I think some of us get caught up when we were just talking about like why people get nervous about praying because um, they see these great prayer warriors who can pray for a long time, but that does, that's not necessarily how it has to work, you know? Um, like the word just told us, God already knows what's in our hearts. He already knows what we're going to ask for. It's actually pretty fitting because Pat and I just had this conversation about 10 minutes ago. Um, so, to you know, just not fear that you have to be praying like other people and, or, or how you're going to look. Um, the Lord knows your heart. Um, but also I like when he gives us the example um, of our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. That's another example of how when we start to pray, we've got to acknowledge God and, and how sacred he is and how holy he is. So to remember to praise and thank him first. Um, so yeah, I just, I just think this is a good kind of um, blueprint for, for our prayers. The next scripture he wanted to share was Romans 8:26, which says, in the same way, the spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans, um, which this is also encouraging because once again, um, sometimes we don't know what to pray for. And this is where we can have the Holy Spirit pray on our behalf. Um, and once again, we were just talking about this earlier too. I think this also is kind of, some people get, I know, a little bit nervous about praying and speaking in tongues, but I think this is part of how, what, how this comes into play. Um, I know the, only the one time that I've ever spoken in tongues myself was because I was in deep anguish, and I was just in my house by myself, and it, just these sounds just kept coming out, and I was just like, Lord, you know my heart. I don't have the words, and I just cried out, and it came out. Um, so again, don't get worried about having the right words, you know, um, the Lord knows. Although I will say that, um, at least in my own personal experience, when you bring in the Lord's word and not your own word, when you bring in scripture into prayer is when I have seen some pretty mighty things happen because the Bible tells us that the word is stronger than any two-edged sword. So when you're battling something in your life, using scripture to pray, I have experienced um, great things happen when I do it that way. Um, the next scripture that he wanted me to share was Romans 12, 12, which says, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. I definitely feel like I'm in that stage of my life right now and have been whenever there's been affliction, but I am joyful in hope because the Lord has actually delivered me from a million things time and time again. There's never been anything he hasn't delivered me or rescued me from. Um, so I just got to stay faithful in prayer. Even when the fiery darts are shooting at me, I know it's not going to hurt me because, you know, I have the Lord. So there's my hope, but there will be affliction. So just be patient. Um, if you, then he wanted me to share Ephesians 6, 8, 6, 18. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for, 
for our, all the Lord's people. I think it's definitely important to pray in the spirit, to ask the Lord to come in, to not just pray our own requests, but ask the Lord what his will is for a situation or a person, because his ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Um, and to always be alert. We can't really, we can never put our guard down. Sometimes I know it gets tiring and we do have to rest, but um, it's constantly a battle, you know, until the day that we're in heaven, we just constantly have to be on alert. Um, next is Philippians 4, 6 that says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So there it is again, with thanksgiving, always praising and thanking him. Colossians 4.2 says, devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. And then James 5.13 to 16, that says, are any of you suffering hardships? You should pray. Are any of you happy? You should sing praises. Are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. I like the end of this, um, the confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Um, a lot of times I think we all hear and we see this in movies is right at the Catholic church where you go and um, you say your confession, but the Lord calls us to confess, you know, to each other, to our brothers and sisters in Christ. And I think this is really important because, you know, we each have our own tribe of um, the Christian people that the Lord has put in our life who can help lift us up when we're discouraged, who can help um, point us in the right direction when we're starting to head in the wrong direction. Um, but these are people that will be able to encourage us with truth, but in love, um, so that we can be healed. I love that last song. Um, God really has done so many good, good things in my life. Um, he's actually blessed me so much with a very fruitful um, prayer life. I am so grateful for the experience that I've been able to have with him through prayer. Um, there's nothing like praying for a friend um, and asking the Lord to give you the words and your friend being like, oh my gosh, you were right on point. How did you even know all these things, you know? And it's like, well, because the Lord revealed them to me, you know? And, and that friend's encouraged and you're encouraged. And just to be able to experience the Lord like that, um, it, it's just so much fun. And I'm fortunate to have been able to be in several situations like that. Um, for me, some of the things we didn't touch on with the scriptures, um, I have noticed in my personal prayer life, some of the most amazing times for me have been when I have fasted, um, and the Lord, and he's just done really great things to it. And each fast is different, um, depending on the person and who I'm, or the situation that I'm praying for. Um, it doesn't have to always be the same. It's not we just don't eat, you know, um, sometimes it's fasting from anything that's kind of keeping you from being close to the Lord, anything that's kind of like an idol, um, you know, so 
sometimes it's been just not eating any food. But right now I'm in the middle of a 40-day fast um, where um, with some friends where I'm praying, we're all praying on behalf of our children. Um, I've actually got Carmen and Aveline doing it with me. Um, and it was so great because, um, again, using scripture, the reason why Aveline wanted to join us was because she wanted it to be like a three-braided cord, um, which the Lord speaks of, and just the power of that. And so super grateful for these two um, prayer warriors in my life to join me in this as the three of us pray for our children. Um, and I'm fasting <clears throat> from, I fast from, I only eat from 12 to 8 during the day, um, but on Wednesday is a full fast, and so it's 40 hours from Tuesday to Thursday, where on Wednesday I'm in deep prayer where I'm opening up the word and speaking to God and asking him to speak to me. Um, and it's, all, it's been such a fruitful time with him just revealing things to me and answering prayer. Um, and I'm really excited to see what he does at the end of the 40 days because um, he, he just really does good things. Well, one thing I just want to talk about with prayer, um, how we talked about in some of the scriptures, it's about praising and thanking the Lord and remembering who has the power. It's not the fasting that has the power. It's the Lord that has the power. Um, it's not our words and not our ways. It's his words and his ways um, that has the power. And so to just always come to him and allowing the Holy Spirit to change you from the inside out, because we, I think we can get caught up in our own desires and our fleshly desires of what I want and what we think is best for us, but, but God knows what's best for us. So to be able to pray with an open heart and being like, okay, Lord, this situation stinks, but if it's me, open my eyes and change me. Father God, show me my part in it. Father, what do you want me to learn? What do you want me to do? Um, it's not always about the person or the situation. Sometimes, you know, you want to cry out to the Lord and be like, save me from this. Take me out of this. But he's just like, no, I, I'm trying to teach you something through this. So ask the Lord what he wants to teach you and be open to receive it. Because um, seriously, when you start to do that, just it's just amazing to watch what happens in your life and the people around you. So that's kind of my encouragement for um, prayer and my experience with fasting. Um, if you have any questions later, you can talk to me because I love talking about it and love to share what the Lord has done in my life. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. For more information or to get in contact with our pastoral staff, please go to go toaccesschurch.com. 